0: you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions. And that means the world to me. And I absolutely stinking love you for it. So, with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast.
1: Thanks so much. As Glenn Lundy said, I am Laura Blueberry Wild, and I am an NBA mental performance coach and a holistic healing practitioner in LA and sometimes in North Georgia. Uh, Today, I'm going to talk about belief systems versus dream systems. So we have a new assignment. And last week, Dr. Sean Shapiro asked asked all of us if we believe in magic. So when Dr. Sean Shapiro said, do you believe in magic? Did you think to yourself, of course I do? Or or were you thinking, no way? So I feel that with magic, we tend to have a vehement yes or no. And doesn't it seem that with magic, we have the strong opinion, but magic is really creation. And what it boils down to is what our belief systems are. So what's our own definition of magic. And so our belief system will allow us to trust the world or not, or to believe in the world being a great or beautiful place or not. And so today I want to share with you two levels of belief systems, the micro, which is all about me, us, we, right? Or the world, which is the global scale, right? The macro belief system would be, how do we think about the world? And so... After my introduction, I'm going to pose a question and I'm going to popcorn around the room. And so I'm going to ask, what do you believe and what are you willing to believe in? So I'll ask about your dream system. So, and do you even know what you believe? You know, how often do we examine our beliefs? Because so often our beliefs come up in the moment of a reaction, right? We are recognizing what we believe by the way we respond or react to something. So some of us have these belief systems we're not even aware of and myself included. You know, you've seen the picture of the iceberg where they show the stuff on top of the iceberg and then the stuff below the iceberg. So those belief systems that are under the surface of the water that we've never even recognized or acknowledged, those are the ones that is really great to be in touch with. So if we get in touch with those, we can actually have some power over those instead of those having power over us. So isn't the holiday season the perfect time for all this? Uh, You might be a lovely person, but. Are you a lovely person while you're sleeping in the guest room at your parents' house for two weeks? So, of course, like me, I know you'd be grateful to, to be there with your family. But uh, but you know what I mean. So when you feel yourself getting steamed and upset about someone's words and actions, you can always ask yourself, you know, what must I believe about myself or the world in order to react this way? So I do this uh, this session with my clients. It's called a breakthrough. And so I get to kind of play devil's advocate about how they're responding to something and it really helps them see their belief system so for for example if someone's feels like everyone's walking all over them i'll say isn't it great when people don't treat me don't well i'll say this isn't it great when people don't treat you as important because then you can continue thinking you're unimportant so isn't it wonderful when your ex-husband ignores you because then you know that you're just not someone worth paying attention to and we will laugh about it and they can kind of see, oh wow, like I'm really co-signing with this person's thoughts about me instead of having my own thoughts about myself. I'm letting a belief system hidden under the surface create something. And it's the way I'm responding that lets me see who or what I am and what I believe about myself. So the fastest way that we can ferret out these mm, erroneous beliefs is if we notice our overreaction. So maybe you remember when I did that segment and I said, are you an ostrich? So, It goes like this. You have a blood test to find out why you're so tired and the doctor says come on in and they have you sit down to tell you the results of the tests and and she says, I'm sorry to tell you this, but the tests show that without a doubt you are an ostrich. So if you know you're not an ostrich, you might even laugh. Uh, The doctor persists on keeping up with that story. You'll probably just walk out and find someone a little more sane to deal with right so if you were to become angry or hurt or worried when someone says you are an ostrich what does that mean right maybe you're the type of person like i can be sometimes where you let this insult or the name calling run through your head all day long it takes up valuable mental energy and you're playing it over and over again and you're thinking about all the things you should have said i should have said this i should have had this come back And somehow that makes you feel better, like like you somehow won later on, right, if you had a better comeback in the future. So if you're actually worried that you might be an ostrich, you'll be upset by this ostrich naming of you. So could it be true that I'm an ostrich? I've been worried all day that I might be an ostrich my whole life. I've wondered, maybe I am an ostrich. So all of that, even that thinking is an overreaction. Even if no one knows you thought like that, if it caught you and took your time it is considered an overreaction so if you know you're not an ostrich you just laugh and and you can even say you know you could say i'm laura the ostrich wild and i'm okay with being called an ostrich because i know i'm not i'm not a
2: fan hey listeners if you enjoy listening to breakfast with champions we can bet you care about your daily routine Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can
1: transform your life. Head on over to themorningfive.com to learn more about the
2: five ways you can change the way you start your day.
1: End it because I know I'm not an ostrich. I'm a blueberry. So the point is when someone says something that upsets us, like, you're stupid. If you know you're not stupid, you could just roll your eyes and laugh, but you also will be willing to spend time with people who appreciate you more. You don't even have to have this. I'm getting them out of my life. Even that's an overreaction, right? I'm going to cut them off. That's an overreaction. They're pushing your button, and you have a place to heal if someone is you know, making you think you want to cut them off no matter what it is, right? You want to be noticing and recognizing why you're feeling this way around that person. So if you, let's find that little. So, uh, if you fear that you might be stupid, you'll get upset and you might even argue with that. So your upsetness, even being upset, even if it's something dumb, like them calling you stupid, that's a reflection that you actually do hold a belief system under the surface of that iceberg that you are stupid, right? And that's what we're here to dissolve. So you have to change that. You can't let someone else's thoughts and what they say about you define who you are and define your reactions. Because if we can respond, that's the place of calm. When you respond, you come from somewhere else. So we can change all of this by letting our biology change our psychology. So can someone get that hot mic for me? I just can't see. Thank you. So... Uh, If your biology can change your psychology, it looks a little bit like this. So you could write down an opposite belief. So instead of I am stupid, you'd write down I am brilliant or I am intelligent. And you would read that belief system. You'd read that piece of paper all day long. You'd see it, right? Or you can record yourself saying I am smart and you play it back so you hear it. And then you decide what I would decide what smart smells like and smell that. Does smart smell like a library, like dusty old books, brand new books, roses, or whatever? You just can smell that and you can name it smart. Oh, I'm smelling what smart smells like, because you want to have all of your senses involved in this reprogramming, right? And so you could also even write, I am smart on a piece of paper. You could even get a textured piece of paper, some fancy stationary, run your fingers across it. You want to touch it, feel it. And then what does smart taste like? I would say, make it your favorite food, something you eat a lot, right? So when you're eating it, I'm, rename it. I'm eating smart right now, right? I'm eating smart and, all of your senses now are part of changing that subconscious belief system. You're going to annihilate it, but and really it's more of a gentle dissolving because you can't hold two opposite thoughts in your mind at the same time. So when there's no way possible that anyone could call you stupid because you know you're not, and it doesn't challenge your underlying belief systems that's when you're going to be responding with a laugh maybe you just dismiss the person or oh, whatever instead of you know being furious or upset or even even the feeling inside where your your heart rates you know goes up you might sweat or get or get a little bit you know warm around the collar even those are even if someone doesn't see it that's an overreaction okay so now the aside now onto the assignment right so the assignment is about thinking Globally and how we think globally. So what are your global belief systems? If someone says and I've heard this a lot lately And I know you probably have too, all this is never going to end or the world's headed for war You know people saying we're all doomed Do you think something different when you hear that? Do you think the world is a beautiful place? Oh humankind is improving and evolving day by day So and and be noticing who feeds your mind with what you believe about the world, right? Do you decide consciously or unconsciously, which belief to believe. And where does the belief come from? Are you getting your beliefs from the news or are you getting your beliefs from God? And so I propose that it's time for a little bit of winter cleaning. So we're coming out of this time of world hibernation. So if you're like me, you've had a chance to really reflect, even to get to know yourself more. And hopefully with that, you have a little more trust for yourself, right? And you can recognize the belief systems that create your world because we are creating our own reality with what we believe every single one of us and collectively so if the world seems to be getting worse we have to check our consciousness and see how we're adding to that how we're creating that and so the there's a, a quote there's a, a guy Bentinho massaro and he's a, a very interesting meditation teacher he just says some really profound things sometimes so he reminded i, I was watching actually i posted it, i think in my story but he He said something about belief systems, creating our reality. And then he wrote a, this big long post on Facebook and I read it and I pulled a quote from it and he says, the butterfly's ways and environment are inconceivable to the caterpillar, yet it follows its inherent impulse to become one. So the butterfly's ways and environment are inconceivable to any caterpillar, yet the caterpillar follows its inherent impulse to become the butterfly. And he says, be crazy like that. You want to follow your inherent impulse to become part of the solution you want to follow your inherent impulse to raise consciousness and to be all that you're meant to be because no matter how much we're balling out right now every single one of us has so much more power that we can really just say "Oh, you know I'm I'm still probably a caterpillar on most levels right because even when we we think we're the most we probably haven't reached that space the way God sees us right so Your response to statements like we're all doomed or you know if you'd come up with something better this is actually a reflection and a clue to what your subconscious mind believes and it's also a clue to your level of consciousness so are you a victim or a creator a caterpillar or a butterfly and will you remain a caterpillar or now that you recognize or when you recognize that there's that butterfly inherent within you will you fly free so I know, you know, have friends from all different spectrums. And some of my friends feel this urge to hunker down. They're stashing food and toilet paper and guns, which on some levels, you know, I think it's actually reasonable. It's like, oh, yeah, that, that could that could be one of the plans. That could be one option. And I don't think it hurts us to be prepared. But, you know, what I, my question that I ask them is, what, are you trying to be the only person who survives the zombie apocalypse? Because once that happens, I'm done. Like, I'm out. I'm good. I'm fine. Like, you know my ego does not think i have to survive every single thing that the world throws my way but separation and, and notice like what's your first reaction is it separation or is it connection so are you about i'm going to protect me and mine or do you have a response of love to connect on a deeper level do you want to share the possibilities of a better world out loud right can you dream a new dream and tell everyone about it so remember that you are god's cutting-edge creation let your life be a love poem because If you're being superhuman which you're meant to be right instead of just trying to survive you're adding to the collective consciousness and helping all of us get past all of this even faster and actually next week i'm going to share with you guys a little bit about the zone because the zone can help us survive the zone is biological it actually is how our species survives so we have to learn how to get into the zone because it's our most creative space so if you're in a village and they're running out of food the person who can get in the zone comes up with something new. They come up with a new irrigation system or, or something, you know, if we're not able to get around the world quickly, someone comes up with a car or an airplane. That is actually something created in the zone. So once you're in the zone, you're no longer playing as small. So I wanna just put it out there that perhaps we can have a new dream system for humanity. And maybe from now on we can choose belief systems really willingly and knowingly. So could we envision something more or will we perish because we fail to dream big enough? So sometimes we say things like, eat, drink, and be merry because tomorrow we die. So what about eat, drink, and be merry because today we dream, and our dream creates a new world. So instead of the BS, I want us to have the DS, the dream system. So instead of the belief systems, the BS, we have the dream systems, the DS. So the dream systems are really about envisioning and creating a new dream and having fun while we do this. So... Instead of having old belief systems that maybe don't serve us on a global scale, maybe you will join me and have some dream systems. And it is really vital that we add dream systems because the universal mind and the collective consciousness is driven by how we're thinking, right? So God is putting the stamp of approval on what we think and Creator wants us to have greatness. But sometimes we're so stubborn, we're in the way. And so if we're walking around thinking the world is doomed, it's really you know, God's got to actually go beyond that. Why make it hard for God to give us all that we're meant to have because we can't see it, right? It's already there. It's already done. We have to just open our eyes and see it. So we have a choice, all of us, right? Even if we're at the top of our game, we have a choice to throw out an old belief system that doesn't serve us and create a new one. So God wants us to create a beautiful world. And if you're up for it, then we can create a new dream system today. And there's this quote, from the book, The Law of One, and it says, they shall be drawn together from all over as if magnetic filaments tug repeatedly at their hearts. So in this room, we've already been drawn together, right? And if you guys have ever been in person with some of us, uh, you know I should say, if we have been in person with us, right? Anytime you've met people from Breakfast of the Champions, you know, there are magnetic filaments tugging, tugging at our hearts because we are so connected and so willing to do the next thing together and to uplift all people around us together, right? And so there's another quote, dare to dream your dream into being without reason or logic, and it shall be there free from reason or logic. You might call it magic, and God calls it creation. So the definition of magic in this book, The Law of One, is the heart of true magic is an experience of joy of being one with creator, God. So there is magic in the joy, and there's joy in the magic. So now it's time for you to share your dream system. So I'll popcorn around the room for a few minutes. We'll play it like a little game, right? It's a global dream. And I'll call in a few people and you can share one, just one of your global dreams. So we'll keep it in flow. So you'll just have a simple sentence. And here's an example. I see a world where, and then you follow a sentence. okay? So for example, I see a world where all children are raised with love. And then I'll start it off. And I'll see who wants to share. So mine is this. I see a world where everyone has enough healthy food to eat. So who wants to go next and share share their new dream system? Yes. Ramon. Hey, Laura, I see a world where children feel loved and appreciated all the time. I love that. Thank you. And you guys, you don't have to like wait. I mean, you know, it might be a little while, but... Just kind of jump in, so add people on stage, so you can jump in and say your, your. I see a world where, because I may not be able to see you tapping your mic. Who's next? I see a where. I'm sorry, it's Lynn Alburns. I see a world where love is always the answer, never the question. Oh. Mm-hmm. And this
2: is Dora Maria. Um, I see a world where everyone treats everyone with kindness and leads with their heart, no matter where, no matter what. I see a world where we are conscious of how we impact each other and the world.
1: I see a world where people are united and not divided. Thank you. A world
2: where all the animals feel secured and
1: Beautiful.
2: I see a world where everyone's dreams have become
1: their reality. Wow.
2: I see a world where all the stray dogs have a shelter. Yes. Uh, I see a world where everyone is compassionate. I see a world with no more homelessness. I see a world where there's more love than there's hate.
0: I see a world.
2: ...each other's spirit, and not appearance.
0: I see a world where youth creativity blossoms.
1: I see a world where we're able to help everyone, regardless. I see a world where there's no sickness and disease.
2: I see a world where there's no abuse.
1: I see a world where everybody
2: has a voice.
1: Yes. To the gentleman, who's that gentleman?
0: That's me. I've been trying to (laughs) say, I have the worst timing today. Um, I see a world where we value relationships over money and understand that the money comes with those relationships.
2: I see a world where everyone embraces their creativity and lives with more optimism. I see a world where God is the head of everyone. I see a world where everyone realizes that our thoughts are ourselves.
1: I love this world that we're creating together. So, I'm Laura Blueberry Well, thank you so much I'm so touched by all the shares because when I can you know as you guys are speaking I'm using my imagination to see those things right to see them already done and so thanks for playing along thanks for talking about the world and I'll just connect us again with who we are and what we are because you're in breakfast with champions the millionaire breakfast club this is your place for motivation education and of course inspiration Monday through Friday, you'll find us here, five to 11 Eastern. And of course, after that, we have our incredible social media show, 11 to 1 p.m. Eastern. And then Saturday, we're here, six to 10 Eastern. And Sunday, our worship club, Club 111 is at 111. And in case you didn't know this, we are going to jump into Cyber Monday ourselves. So it's not just for retailers, right? So Breakfast of Champions actually has Cyber Monday. So you may have heard us talking about the Morning Five Planner, cyber monday we're going to make it easier for leaders to buy it to share with the team so everyone keeps saying what if i want to buy this in bulk so if you do want to buy it in bulk you can dm glenn lundy on instagram tell him how many you want and it has to be 10 or more right and you'll get a bulk discount and free shipping so just like amazon free shipping it's called glenn lundy prime um so you can dm um yeah dm him the number you want and today it's guys sun cyber monday so today's the day so i see a world where everyone uses a morning planner to start the day off right because starting the day off right and how we start the day off is what really can change the world because if we are creating within ourselves that environment to be the butterfly then we actually help the entire world recognize the butterfly wings that we have like we've always had these butterfly wings we may or may not remember we may or may not notice them sometimes we can be crawling around like the caterpillar and all of a sudden we hear someone say something or we read a book or watch a movie and we go oh yeah and we have a bigger vision for ourselves and for life and for love so i'm laura wilde and i've just really appreciated all the shares today so do we have a couple more because in a couple of minutes i'm going to be turning it over to alexander gonzalez so look y'all better make sure your volume isn't on maximum because he's gonna blow you out of the room you know i tend to talk softly and then he comes on after me and i always go wow did i have enough energy and i realize like i'm my own butterfly you know i speak the way i speak and uh when i'm coaching basketball in one way and when i'm on clubhouse or you know talking about these topics i'm a different way and also i'm in cali so when i'm getting up at 4:30, i'm always trying to get my alexander gonzalez vitamins so i can you know have that energy So anyone else want to share quickly? A couple more, I see a world where. Hey, Laura. Yeah. This is Kate. Hi, Kate.
2: Hello, Laura Blueberry. I know her. (laughs) (laughs) I have a question for you, because as I'm listening to everyone's beautiful shares, what I'm loving is that we're talking about, I see a world where, and everyone's giving, so I heard someone say, I see a world where there's more love than hate, and, or, you know, what everyone shares Mm -hmm. is beautiful. What I love about it is I feel like then everyone can do that one thing every day to create that kind of world. It's almost like what everyone shared, you get to throw out more of being that every day to get one step closer to that kind of world. So how does does doing this kind of vision of the world help us kind of live in our own life that way?
1: (coughs) Yeah, yeah. So one of the things that I teach people when I'm showing them how to get in the zone is to start doing super hu- what I call superhuman mental reps. So whatever, <clears throat> sorry, whatever you said your dream is, you want to use that to envision, you want to be closing your eyes and seeing that world and seeing your part in it. Let's see. Uh, for me, I said, I see a world where everyone has enough healthy food to eat. So maybe my superhuman rep, because the superhuman rep reprograms our subconscious mind, right? So my superhuman rep helps me forget that that's not true. So I can actually maybe imagine myself as the, you know, the food Santa. Maybe I'm delivering produce and, you know, to people around the world like Santa Claus might. So I so we can use a superhuman mental rep, envision ourselves being the answer, the solution. And then new ideas will come to us. Uh, new possibilities will be in more in alignment. As we start to dream this huge dream, God puts the people, the places and the opportunities in our path. And now we become fully aligned with being part of creating our new dream, our new world that we can see. But we have to see it first for us to create it. And as we see it, we can let go of the old belief system and have the new dream system, which we can all partake in. So it is really important to have the dream first because the dream is where we set the stage. And even if, I'm not saying you have to change your job, you just be part of it energetically because then that starts to show up in the physical material world. So that cosmos, that big time, huge, beautiful thinking, the cosmic thinking will ultimately translate into our physical existence. So, Kate, that was beautiful. Thanks for helping me drive it home. That's why I need to be on your podcast one day because you have an incredible podcast. And uh, you guys, if you're, not, if you're not following Kate, she's one of the early voices on Clubhouse and i just kind of watched her really start to shine even more and more, Kate Volman. So thanks for that. So I'm Laura Blueberry wild, and it's been my pleasure to share time and space with you this morning on Breakfast of Champions.